What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Why I Never, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Patrick Milan. Now, Guys, I usually don't do this. Usually I keep it down to a couple of sentences, but I have to read. You guys have to put your listening ears on for this introduction right here, for this bio right here, because I've never received anything like this before. I'm reading you verbatim, the verbatim email that Patrick has sent to me, because I think everybody needs to hear every single detail of this. Now, Patrick started as a DJ in high school, moved to television news and won an Emmy at 18 jumped over to government service as a leader for the attorney general, then into public relations, a startup called DirecTV, then went into sports with PGA Tour, NASCAR, NFL, and is now helping manage a global agency with more than 100 offices. He says the key was looking for careers that were thrilling, intriguing, and challenging. Now he's always amazed that kids in the first grade know exactly what they want to be when they grow up, but then by high school, no one seems to know. Now, his theory is that we create pressure and a fear to ridicule in ways that teenagers stop sharing their dreams and fall into a default response of, I don't know what I want to do. So he encourages these students to really dig in and chase the thing that they are most interested in pursuing and Guys, I don't even know how to how to even my introduction is not going to be big enough for this guy. So Patrick has a lot to share with us here today. So, Patrick, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Patrick, man. How are you feeling today, man? I had to read your whole introduction today because (laughs) that was perfect. I've never heard that before. I've never heard somebody put it quite like you did. So, uh, Patrick. I'm going to have to ask you, man, I I need to, I think we all need to know after an introduction like that, I think we all need to know, please drum roll, please. That first question. Yeah. Why Patrick, why do you do what you do today? You know, I've done a lot of things Mm -hmm. and and you, you touched on a few of them. I leave some out because the list gets too long and then Mm -hmm. people think I think I just can't keep a job. But like you said, you know, I started out, as a disc jockey. Then I went into television news, working for the attorney general. I worked for a software company making some amazing products. Hmm. And then the launch of the movie and uh, entertainment side of direct TV. But you know, all of those things as different as they all sound Hmm. uh, in one way or another, they either communicated directly to a mass audience Hmm. or they needed to connect to an audience to be successful. So I've worked in advertising, public relations, Hmm. And I chose what is really public relations or management consulting at this point now, near the end of my career, because it's really one of the most intense careers, because Mm -hmm. everything we do is about having a conversation or making a conversation happen. Mm -hmm. We're not here to blame or blast anybody for something they've done or something they want to do. Most of our time is just helping people explain what something is or why it exists or why you should care. And to me, 
that's the kind of stuff that's really fascinating to dig into because a lot of people have a hard time communicating to other people about what it is that they want to do. They mm. know internally, but sometimes they need help from other people to say, here's how to make this interesting. And mm. so that's what I do. And, that, and then I got into it. Radio led to television and television led to bigger jobs at the executive level on some of these pieces. But all of them were fun. And in the end, all of them were about helping people have good conversations and being understood. Mm-mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Patrick, I'm going to have to ask you to just break it down a little bit for us. Take yep. us through that process. Step one, day one. What was your journey like? What was your process like that got you here today? Well, when I was a kid, I listened to radio a lot. I loved the magic of radio. I still mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to radio a lot. And, you know, it was one of those things where it's like you kind of had this vision of, what do those people look like? What's that studio like? How do they, how do they make it happen? And uh, I literally hung out at live remotes that radio stations were doing, and I found a way to get invited to a radio station. I don't think I was even 15, mm-hmm. but by the time I was 16, I was on the radio because I hung around. I learned what was going on. And in almost all these jobs, I kind of met somebody that was doing something I wanted to do. And I kind of brought little pieces of one of two things, either an intense interest in doing that or something I had learned from the past one that would help me do this one better. Mm-hmm. But in every, in every case, I still needed somebody to believe in me that I could step up into that bigger role. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I think the biggest thing about what it takes is it takes intense interest and you kind of have to find a way to break in or break through and I'll say this is another thing. I mean, we're having this conversation. It's we're near the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. There has never, never been a better time to chase the job you want because we're in the middle of what we're calling the great resignation. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking for people and everyone is willing to give people a chance in a way that they never have before. Mm-hmm. And so even, even if you're a kid in a family where someone's never been in the music business or never been in the television business, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. If, if it's something that really is interesting to you, now's the time to chase it because that desire is going to come through stronger than any kind of experience you're lacking. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please, guys, listen to that last piece of advice. It was so, so, so important. Now, Patrick, I know I asked you to take us back to step one, day one, but here's what I want from you. I want you to take it back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing here today? Well, uh, I told you radio was a start. So Mm. number one, I listened to it all the time. Mm. And I remember asking my parents, I was pretty young Mm. and this was expensive because we didn't have money, but Mm. I wanted a tape recorder. And somehow my parents put enough money together and they bought me a tape recorder Mm. and I started recording things and putting things together. Mm. And I was just, I didn't know how to do it but Mm. I was going to try to figure out a way to do it. Mm. And so I created my own stuff. I had a friend who also wanted to be in the radio business. Mm. He was smart technologically. He actually built a little studio in his bedroom Mm. with a, with a tiny transmitter that his dad bought for him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could hear what we were doing like two blocks from our house, Mm. but we actually had a pirate radio station. Mm. So that's that, again, that's that intense desire to, to really want to do something, to mm. practice doing something, 
even without anybody kind of telling us how to do it or if we're doing it wrong. We just, mm. we just did it. And mm. that to me kind of goes back to listening to it, watching the people who were doing it, trying to get my arms around some piece of it, experimenting with it, and then eventually kind of sticking your foot in the door mm. uh, to see if someone will give you a chance. And I was mm. lucky because people gave me a chance. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And please guys, those, those last two questions that he just answered, Listen carefully to those answers, because, again, I'm, I'm going to bring up two points right here. Honestly, it does not it, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to know everything that you're doing. All you have to do is start. That's a B. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to have everything figured out. So you're going to need some help. You're going to need somebody who if you're not good at the technical stuff, maybe you might need a friend who's good at the technical stuff. Work together. It's teamwork in order to make the dream work. So I app. Absolutely love that answer right there by Patrick. Now, Patrick, here's what I'm going to ask. What's an average day like for you today? Uh, uh, well, you know what? Uh, there is no average day. Uh, mm. in, the, in the business that I'm in uh, with a public relations group and a management consulting group, mm. every day is different. I love that because the radio business was that way. The television news business was that way. Mm. Um, you know, today I'm working on something to help a guy launch uh, a whole new series of restaurants all over the country that mm. are all healthy food. Mm. Uh, yesterday, I'm helping a CEO of a company who's got a, you know, a devastatingly bad problem mm. that they got to figure out how to get around it. Mm. Um, every day is very, very different. Uh, this is one of those jobs where um, just having a broad experience of being around a lot of different things is mm. really helpful because, mm. uh, you know, I'll, I'll, something will happen this afternoon. I'm going to get a note from somebody about something mm. and I'm going to have to jump in, read as much as I can about it quickly, mm. but then step back and say, okay, you know, they're kind of caught up in their moment and they're trying mm. to figure out what to do. My job is to kind of stand back and say, have you thought about approaching it this way and, and helping people not panic about the situation they're in? Mm. Because, you know, we all kind of get really upset about stuff when it happens. Sometimes mm. it seems a lot bigger than it is. And mm. many times it's just trying to help people take a deep breath and then say, okay, what does that mean to you? What's it mean to your employees? What does it mean to the people who are affected? And let's help you communicate this properly. So mm -hmm. people are informed and they know what's going on and then you can figure out what to do next. Mm -hmm. But that is a typical, that's my typical day. It's pretty unusual. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Patrick, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Um, you know, I think the thing I like the most is uh, seeing when someone is really delighted because they got a, they got a tough challenge on their hands and they don't really know how to navigate it. Mm. And, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff and I've done a lot of different things. And when you're able to kind of chart a path for somebody to kind of get out of a problem or to deal with a problem, mm. um, it feels really, really good when you can see the look on their face when they're like, okay, I'm not panicking now. Mm. I, I got a path. You're going to help me. So uh, that, that is what I love is when you see that you really, really can help somebody. Mm. And, you know, I, I'll say the other thing. We don't get paid for everything we do either. Mm. I had a guy who called me and he is a, he's a, uh, he's a DJ in a club mm. and something happened in the club and it was really misunderstood. And, you know, he was really worried about people blaming him for it. Mm. And he thought, you know, he thought calling me was going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. And I was like, 
dude, you don't, you don't have thousands of dollars. Mm. Let me just help you. Mm. And you know what? I got more satisfaction out of helping him and there was no money. That's mm. just, you got to help people mm. when you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a big company pay, but I'm not going to make him pay. Mm. But that the same level of satisfaction, either from helping someone who maybe makes millions of dollars, but can't figure out how to get it down to somebody who doesn't have the ability to pay, mm. but they want to make sure that they take the right path. That sense of satisfaction from helping somebody understand a way or a path out is the best part of the job. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, You know what? Um, I really don't enjoy people who are just focused on doing the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over again. Mm where they're like, no, I don't want to do that. That's too risky. Uh, You know, people who can't possibly see that there's a different path or a different approach, Mm. they just want to hide inside the crowd. They don't really, they don't really want to explain what's going on. They just want to avoid the problem they're in, whether they caused it or not. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. And it's just frustrating because I have a belief set that if something has happened to you, particularly on the bad stuff, mm-hmm. uh, if it, you need to just fess up and own up to it and figure out how to get better. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if what they want to do is let's find a way to make sure this gets hidden in the crowd, I just want nothing to do with it. And I don't want to be around them either. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please, guys, please have accountability for yourselves. Accountability is everything. Be responsible for yourself be self-aware of yourself. I absolutely love it. Now, this next question right here is my absolute favorite, Patrick. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? All right, Coach, I'm going to tell you something, but you got to keep this between you and me. Mm-hmm. I don't have a college degree. Mm. Um and I was bored in school, particularly mm. in high school. Mm. Um, I did go to really good uh, elementary and kind of junior high, and they mm. really helped me learn mm-hmm. how to write, mm-hmm. at least the basics of writing. Mm-hmm. But I was bored with the rest of it. Mm. Um, and I do think, you know, I, I either am doing things around communication or creativity. Mm. I don't think that the basics of school are as important to that. Mm-hmm. I will say that if you had an engineer on who said they didn't do well in school, I don't think I'd want them building my bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it does depend. I, mm-hmm. I just think I was bored with school and mm-hmm. uh, I don't blame the teachers. I, I don't know that the school system is built up uh, for individual success. And, and you, uh, you know, you mentioned at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, I think school is about conformity. Mm. Uh, getting everybody to march in a direction and you have to do that. You got hundreds of kids or thousands mm-hmm. of kids, mm-hmm. but I think that's the reason that kids are in first grade. When you ask them what they want to do, they can tell you in an excited fashion mm. what they want to be when they grow up, mm. but you get to high school and you say, what do you want to be? And kids go, I don't know. Mm. And you know what? I think that kid does know. I think mm. that kid wants to mix music or be a musician. Mm. I think, uh, I think that kid uh, wants to be a pro athlete. They might not be able to make it, mm. but they want to be it. Mm-hmm. And I think they, I think what happens is 
through the process of school and friends and peer pressure, mm-hmm. uh, kids know exactly what they want to do, but they won't tell anybody mm. because they don't want to be ridiculed. Mm. And they just kind of crushed or push that dream down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they don't chase it and they fall into the answer that they hear everyone else go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. When I, and whenever kids say that to me, I go, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And I try to get them to say, well, what do you really enjoy? Mm-hmm. What makes you happy? Mm-hmm. What would make you get out of bed at 6 a.m. if somebody said, we're going to do that tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Then you got an idea of something that's interesting. It might mm-hmm. not be that very thing. It might be something around it. It might mm-hmm. be a support role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not be the musician, but you might turn out to be an electronic genius mm-hmm. You know, that's doing incredible things around concerts or studios or any of those. There's so many jobs mm-hmm. around all the really great things that people want to do then mm. you, it, it's silly not mm-hmm. to chase it. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I could not have answered that question any better myself, Patrick. That was absolutely perfect, especially the fact that, I, I mean, I was just having this conversation yesterday with somebody and I was telling them how, man, you know, in high school, I actually knew what that I wanted to do this. It was just that I didn't think it paid, so I just didn't pay any attention to it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you'll you'll be amazed how even a small dream of okay, I just wanna I just wanna help people doing this can turn into a career for you. And, and I'm proof sitting here doing this interview right now. I'm proof that I'm in over 65 countries. I've interviewed over 150 people all over the world, and I just wanted to I just wanted to help people out. I just wanted to help people figure out yep. what they wanted to do. So you could make a job out of anything. It's not ridiculous. It's not far fetched. Anything is possible. So I absolutely love, love, love that answer right there, Patrick. Now, Patrick, I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because this word gets tossed around a little willy nilly. And that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What's your devotion? Hmm, That's a good one. Um, and you, you, you answered it a little bit, Patrick. You yeah. already did. I'm not going to lie. You know, when you uh, answered my question of uh, what you enjoy the most, uh, I, I felt like I got a little bit of it there. Yeah. You know, um, here, here's what it is. Um, and, and, for, and for some people, it might be a little interesting, I hope. Um, uh, right now, my job, I've had a lot of different titles. I was a creative destruction officer for quite a while. And mm-hmm. people were like, wow, what's it? But it led to the job I have now, which is I am, an, I am the head of insights. Mm-hmm. And people go, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so what I'm really devoted to now is reading a lot of research because there's so much good stuff being written about what's going on, what's happening, how mm-hmm. are people feeling, what, how, how is technology evolving? So you have kind of all these strings of facts that are out there about what people want to do, what technology is enabling us to do, mm-hmm. uh, where the world is going, what the big challenges are. Mm-hmm. Uh, my devotion right now is to kind of take a look at that whole connection of dots mm-hmm. of both research, information, surveys, and come up with insights. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody can look at the railroad tracks, right? They're going straight down the road, and that's mm-hmm. what all those facts are. Nobody it's very good at seeing around the corner. I'm really driven to see around the corner. Mm-hmm. And the whole point that I try to take is if I take a look at those facts mm-hmm. and I see the research coming from the field and I mm-hmm. understand what people want to do mm-hmm. and you have a sense of where technology is going and how it's enabling it. Mm-hmm. If you put that together and get a few smart people in the room, you can start making some observations that allow you to kind of see around the corner. 
beyond just the straight train track. Mm -hmm. And so that's what kind of drives me now and having an impact there, helping people understand kind of the process to get there so that we don't get so fixated on what's right in front of us right now. Mm. We can actually start saying, well, wait a minute, but what we really want to get is over here, further mm -hmm. down the road. Mm -hmm. And what do we need to do to get from here to there? Because mm. the gap between here now and there tomorrow isn't as big as you think. Mm -hmm. And once you start taking a look at where it is versus where you want it to go, it mm. makes it easier to put a plan together. And so mm. that really is kind of what gets me going. And that's and having an impact there mm. um, is fun. And by the way, you have to you have to say up front, you know, you're going to be wrong a lot. Mm. but at least you get people thinking about where it's going versus where you're at. Cause if mm. you're just talking about where you're at all the time, you're just, you're not going anywhere. Mm. So that's what, that's uh that's what I like to do. And that's, that's kind of what gets me mm. going. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Patrick has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long, but unfortunately we are down to that last question and that is if there was one just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today what would that be uh so in this position writing is critical mm. and um and i know that uh, most kids in school do not get a really good chance to write and people kind of hate it. Mm. Um, my biggest piece of advice is to start journaling every day. Mm. Um, when you get to the end of your day, sit down and write the observations about what went on and what happened mm. and make the very last paragraph uh, something about what did it all mean? Mm. There's two things happening there you get a chance to kind of chart what's going on with you and you get a chance to be introspective about mm. what you are doing with your time. Mm. And the, what does it mean part starts to have you think about whether you're meeting your own values. Cause you have values. You may mm. have never told anybody what they are, mm -hmm. but so that, so you've got that going for you and that mm -hmm. you're actually journaling. It starts to create the discipline of writing mm. and there are no born writers on the planet nobody was ever born a good writer. Mm. You get a good writer by, by writing every day. Mm. Get, promise yourself you'll take 15 minutes mm. to journal what's going on. Mm. You'll start to become a better writer. And I think you'll become a better person and you'll get some introspection about where it is you really want to go. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And again, we have to thank Patrick one more time for coming on the show and giving such an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. Now, Patrick, there's one more thing that I need from you before you go, Patrick. Just one more thing. Yeah. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media link. I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in that description below so that my audience can reach yours Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Uh, well, first of all, we're looking for talent. Mm -hmm. So if somebody who is uh, listening to this is interested in a job, come to mm -hmm. our website, tunheim.com, T-U-N-H-E-I-M.com, because we're looking for great talent or we're looking for somebody who wants to be great. So mm -hmm. come check us out. Mm -mm -mm. And please hit that link 
down in the description below. Hit that link down in the description below because, again, this is called the Why I Network for a reason. The Why I Network for a reason because we are trying to get you guys that opportunity. He is opening up a door for you guys. For anybody interested, please walk through it. If if, if today is your day to finally achieve that dream that you have been dreaming for your your whole life, Patrick is opening a door for you. Please hit that link down in the description below. Do not hesitate. It could change your life. Now, again, Patrick, we have to thank you all day long because you have been giving great advice all day long. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Patrick helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap.